Hey everyone, how's it going? Charlie Morgan here. Welcome back to another video for the channel. So I am once again here in the blinding light, so I need to sort of make sure I keep my chin above here, otherwise I start to distort and the contrast goes weird. Um, but I hope you're all doing well. I'm actually really excited for next week because um, Flume's new album, Palaces, is being released. Palaces? Palaces. Palaces. I've said it too many times, that sounds weird. But my favourite music artist is releasing a new album. I'm very excited and... Um, Anyone that knows of Flume, um, you may or may not be like a mega fan like I am, but it's going to be amazing. But anyway, I'm, I'm distracted to the point of why I recorded this video um, and why I clicked the actual play button. I'm going to talk about one call closing and just a little idea that you can sort of take away from this video, a little nugget if you'd like, um, to make the closing process 10 times easier for you. Um, a lot of people, like, there's this distinction in sales style at the moment between like I do a one call close or I do a two call close right and then there's these two schools of thought and like what happens is there's a lot of people who do the two call closes and they're like they think it people won't make the decision on the first call but then people who do the one call closes think that people won't make the decision on the second call if you're wondering which school of thought I sit in I sit on the one call close because I can't tell you how many deals I've let slip through the cracks to do the second call and then the person doesn't show up or they don't close um, today, I want to just give you, um, there's a gap, right? If, if you believe that people don't buy on the first call, and if you're struggling to get people to buy on the first call, um, there's a there's a model and an idea that you can um, embed into your brain, integrate with your API, if you'd like, to traverse the gap between the two call mentality and the one call mentality. And really, like one call closing doesn't, it's not come, it doesn't really come down to like a skill. It just comes down to a belief and a perception of sales itself and why people buy and how they do things. Um, it works on a very, very simple premise and it basically is based in like mirroring and the psychology of mirroring. Uh, I don't mean mirroring people's behavior. I mean mirroring people's mindset. So let me explain. If like the way it works is you will sell as you buy. Okay. So when you take someone through a sales, sales call and when you approach the sales process with a prospect, you will build your process and approach that call in the way that you would want someone to approach you, if that makes sense. Because it's very difficult for us to treat other people in a way that we wouldn't want to be treated ourselves, at least consistently. It's easy to do that. Like people do it all the time with like stupid shit where they're mean and stuff. But like when you're building like a company and you're building systems and processes, one of the biggest flaws that I see people make is they they project their own personal philosophies and paradigms onto the entire market. And so this happens with one call closing, right? Where people, there's no way that people will buy on the first call because they, they believe that's true because they would never buy on the first call. And if I don't do something, other people won't do it. And that's the projection of the ego. And it's a it, it, this, this mirror-like manifestation of your own individual perspective of the world um, is not collective to every other human on the planet, right? But people don't realize that. So basically, if at the moment you believe that you have to do a two call close and a one call close is impossible, you have to recognize that the reason you believe that to be true is because you would never buy on the first call. Because like it's impossible for you to expect a decision from someone immediately if you yourself would never give an immediate decision. Because when you go to ask for the close on the first call, you won't even bother asking. You'll just say like, okay, sure, have a think about it. I'm sure you want to go away and think. And a lot of the time, like people would and could be convinced into buying it there and then. And I speak from experience because... You know, when I used to, I don't sell my program anymore, but when I used to sell for Northflow, my agency, which we signed 350 clients for, when I used to sell for Imperium, which we signed like almost 200 clients for it, but these both sort of like high ticket six to 10 grand deals, all of our clients would come on board on a one call close. 
And the reason I was comfortable putting people under some level of pressure or emotional duress to get them to invest in something that could remove that emotional duress and help them basically improve their life, I was comfortable doing that because I would be comfortable if someone did it to me. So if I'm on a sales call with someone and they're asking me questions and then they're closing me, I'm like, I respect that because like, I can, I can give you an immediate decision. Um, and like, that's really the secret to this whole thing. This also transcends itself because it doesn't transcend itself. This also sort of maps itself into another realm in sales, which is asking emotional questions. So a lot of people really struggle asking emotional questions on sales calls. And by emotional questions, I mean questions that pry into the prospect's emotional state and how a change would impact their life and how staying the same would have an impact and what sort of like effect that would bring about on their emotional well-being, their family's well-being. And the people really struggle asking these questions um, because they believe that they're being intrusive or rude or they're prying into someone's personal life. But the reason they don't ask the questions is because they'd be uncomfortable answering them if someone was asking them then, right? So we have to recognize that our behaviors mirror like how we how we treat people in these situations, specifically to sales, um, is really a mirror of how we would want people to treat us and how we'd feel comfortable being sold to. And I can tell you now, and this this might be a news flash to you, not everybody sees the world in the same way as you. And in fact, you are an individual and pretty much nobody behaves in the same way as you. Now there's gonna be patterns of behavior. Um, don't get me wrong, certain business owners just will not make decisions on the first call, right? They just won't. But a lot of people will come into a sales call not expecting to make a decision. But if you are able to build a environment that removes objections and builds conviction and confidence and you have some sort of offer that is basically a no brainer and the person is in a position where they've got the finances to invest, then they will buy it. And I've seen that happen, God, like almost 600 times at this point with high ticket, you know, high ticket six to 10 grand consulting deals and also retainers as well. So basically, I want to recall this video because if you're trying to fix a problem of one call closing, you only really have to fix what's going on between these two ears of yours, right? Which is to actually start to change your behavior and belief. Now, the caveat to this is there's nothing wrong with saying no, because then you start thinking, well, surely if I want prospect, if I mirror myself, like I shouldn't say no to anything because I want people to say yes to me. That's not what I'm saying here, because you still want to retain your ability to say no to things, A, to retain your focus, but B, because at the end of the day, you understand what's a good fit for you in your business and you want to be able to say no. And the cool thing about this is when you're able to say no, right, prospects will start saying no to you as opposed to maybe, right? So when you're on a sales call with a prospect and they're like, oh, let me think about it or I'll get back to you or send me an email and I'll give you, I'll, I'll give you an answer in a few days. They're basically saying no, but just politely. And the reason they're doing that is because like there's there's this sort of um your consciousness is meeting their consciousness unconsciously and the prospect doesn't want to upset you because they know that a no would directly upset you because you could never give a no you'd always give a maybe so if you're so used to getting maybes or let me think about it like instead just be like look man thanks for the presentation but this isn't a fit for me not right now it's I, I can't see this working with my company and you want to be comfortable with telling people no because the reason you're probably uncomfortable with that is because you don't want to cause conflict, which could then go back to some sort of tra trauma you've had ages ago, but we can unravel that. Um, but my point here is like, if you want prospects to treat you in a certain way, you must treat other people or other salespeople that way. So in summary, if you want to be able to close people on the first call, you yourself should be a decisive person. That doesn't mean saying yes to everything. It just means giving a yes or no answer on the spot. Because after a sales call, you're going to have enough information and like you genuinely will have, like if the, if this person has done a good job, you have all the information you need to make a decision, right? The only thing that's holding you back from doing it is some stupid belief that you need to think about it. I can tell you now that billionaires, 
multi-millionaires and decamillionaires, really successful people, they don't think about decisions. Once they've gathered, like they think about how much information they need to gather. And once they've gathered that information, they'll give a yes or a no. Most people just gather and gather and gather and then give a maybe and they never make a decision. And then they're riddled with all these like, um, you know, cognitive processes of trying to decide on things that they've been sitting on for ages and it ruins their ability to focus. So basically we sell as we buy. So if you want people to buy in a certain way, you have to buy in that way as well, if that makes sense. So you can just put a mirror here. This is your behavior. This is your prospect's behavior. If you fix your behavior, you'll fix the prospect's behavior. And the way you, the way it actually fixes is because your, the way you treat the prospect will be more conducive to them treating you the way that you want. I hope that makes sense. Um, it's all a mirror. Everything in life is a mirror. This also applies to appointment booking, to media buying, to basically everything. And um, I thought I would record it because, well, I see a lot of people struggling to do one call closes. So and there you go. So that's everything from me. If you enjoyed the video, just like, comment, subscribe. I think you're supposed to do all those things. Don't turn the notification bell icon on because if you do that, then you'll get distracted when I upload and I don't want to distract you. Um, so yeah, that's everything in the in the description. There's going to be two links. The first link will take you through to a funnel. I know shop horror. It's a sales funnel, right? Rural marketers. But if you do want to sign more clients and have more fun in business and systemize client acquisition and get more appointments, the funnel, the first thing in the description will take you through to a page where there's a video of me talking, a bunch of case studies. We drown you with social proof. And if you like what you see, you can book a call. When you book the call, there's no pressure. We don't do incentive-based pricing. There's no buy now or the price goes up. If it's a fit, you can buy. If you don't want to, you don't have to. Yes or a no, whatever that looks like. You can leave your card at home. I really don't care. Um, and then there's a second link in the description, which is a Facebook community group, which is basically where we hang out and um, help other agency owners that aren't in our paid communities get more clients. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed the video and I'll hopefully see you in the next one. Have a good day. Cheers.